Grant. And I'm Eric, and you're listening to the Quacking Ducks Podcast, where each week we take turns picking a piece of media for the other person to experience, and then we talk about it on this podcast. Grant, what did we talk about today? We talked about the crisis on Infinite Earths, Flareverse. this big event thingy that happened uh, over, I guess, technically over the course of, like, a month and a half or something. Yeah. Um, where uh, DC's CW Flareverse shows had a big crossover event again, and this yeah, one was their, their big crisis event. Uh-huh. I, I watched it, yep. Okay, good. I'm glad you watched it. Yeah. I'm aware. Uh, <laughs> I'm aware of this thing you were telling me about. So let's talk about it, and let's just jump full spoilers, because I feel like if you care about spoilers, just nobody's going to click on this episode for this one. Like, mm-hmm. it's so it's such a deep, like, you know, we're talking about a big crossover event of, like, five-plus yeah. shows and that have all been going on for, like, years. So if you, you know, clicked on it, I feel like... You just this is definitely, like, the fourth of the... Uh, like, in priority and fame, but it's the fourth of the four endings of 2019. Right. Being Game of Thrones, Star Wars, and, sure. Mar- and Avengers. Sure. And this maybe... is probably the least well-known, but I would say it's, like... Oh, yeah... It deserves that fourth place sl- slot. Sure. I don't think there's like another thing that's like actually this thing was a bigger event. And maybe because it actually took place in like the actual ending ending part of it took place in 2020, maybe that bodes well cuz yeah. It was better than the other 3. <laughs> <laughs> uh Hot yeah, so that, I would say yeah, I would say uh mm. Avengers is the only one that you could be like what are you talking about? Of course, like, of course, Endgame was better than that, and it's like eh, one could make the argument one way or the other. I think I know uh-huh. you you had some criticisms of Endgame. Yeah, I think this does suffer from like it's TV shows, you know, like it's it's not going to be perfect because of that, mm. but uh, it is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. So, I guess. How how long? What was the most recent like, whatever thing? Because we had both kind of fallen <sighs> off to different degrees. I, the I I've watched every crossover. Yes. And I think last. Same. So the I think I watched all of the Flash last season. Oh. And okay. I think I watched all of Supergirl last season. Like I I finished Pretty whatever good. season has the Thinker as the Flash <laughs> villain. Uh-huh. I finished the Supergirl season where the Legion is introduced okay. and stuff like that. So a lot of stuff that happened by it like that were like I was not prepared for this crossover, but I was still like 
mostly caught up. And also, I still kept an eye on, like, all the headlines and stuff. So characters, like, when Dreamer shows up, I have not seen an episode with that character, but I still knew who that was. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's that's who that is. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So, yeah, I think pretty much everything... Uh, like um, Argo, like I was, f- I was familiar with what the deal with all of that was, um, and like yeah, so there's nothing crazy surprising. Like you know, Lex Luthor is a main character in this one. It's like oh, I knew right, right. he was they, introduced yeah. in the show. I knew who the actor playing him was. I had seen what he looked like in full costume design and stuff so so there's mm-hmm. no like aggressive surprises in that context okay i uh had probably stopped i i, I had seen some of flash season four which was like two seasons ago or something mm-hmm. uh arrow i stopped about this around like a little bit before that i think i'd gotten a little bit farther in supergirl but um I not like a not into much of the Luther stuff. I'd seen Lena, but not Lex. I don't think. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lex was introduced this season, I think. Okay, so. and I haven't seen obviously any of the Legends stuff. Yeah, or... I did watch some of Legends when Constantine kind of like he wasn't full member yet, but he <laughs> he was in like. Five episodes within a season, so I watched all those episodes. Sure. So sure. I, I was aware, like, oh, the legends have been doing magic stuff lately. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I had kind of like loosely kept up with some of the like headline kind of e stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah, just hadn't watched I had watched the last crossovers as well. Um and they like so like the at least the last crossover I was behind already. I think maybe yeah. even the one before that. So, like, yeah, I've been, you know, behind for a little bit. Um, yeah. Which I think is fine at this point because it does function like the comic book crossovers. Because, like, that's what I did when I was younger. I would just watch, I would just read the crossovers. <clears throat> like, I would get Infinite Crisis and, right, right. you know, Final Crisis and whatever, Blackest Night, like, I would yeah. re- I would maybe be caught up on one character, and I would be like, "Oh yeah, I, I can figure out what's going on here." Generally, mm-hmm. so like, I still like watching just the crossovers. Yeah. Um. So I guess in general, I've kind of already said that I think it's, you know, we've already kind of said it's close to or better than the the best of the. It's other definitely three, better right? than Game of Thrones. It's definitely better than Star Wars. Like that's yes. easy. Yeah, Easy. yeah, yeah. Um, I, I feel like it's one of those things that that I don't. I the the logistics of like setting this whole thing up. Like, yes, it is Greg Berlanti, and they like you know they kind of have creative control. But like, I'm just I'm sure that the actual logistics of tying all of this stuff together yeah. is got to be just insane. Well- we like, kind of know some of how, how crazy that is because there. I know with uh, Michael Rosenbaum, he tweeted out being like, "Hey, I'm not gonna be in this, but the mm-hmm. reason is because when I was approached about it, they're like, "Hey, 
Right. It literally can't give you a script, and can you commit to flying across the country to film X number of days uh, at this time? And he's like, no, I can't commit right. to that, because that's crazy, especially right. without a script. It seemed very much like they, they had to write it around who they could get. Right. And I think there are some things near the, like, second half of it that, like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, that clearly... They they didn't know that they were gonna do that until later. <laughs> right, 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 for sure. Yeah, and and like in general with like these crossovers, the the whatever the event is, it, like it's tough. Like it's always kind of um, at least you know it, it's it's a reason to get everybody together and do fun stuff and yeah. like. You know, so it kind of doesn't matter what, you know, thing they're doing or or, or whatever. It kind of just matters where everything is by the end and who they can throw in there in yeah. the middle. It, it, and this one in particular is like yes. 90% fan service and like 10% right. plot. Right. right, exactly. So, you know, it, it, and it's, it, you know, even the the plot is fan service. Because it's, yeah. you know, like, so, yeah, it's, uh... It's a very loose contrivance of, like, hey, why can why can we do this? It, Crisis and Infinite Earths, that, that's why. That's why right. we get to do this. Right. Infinite realities, so we could do whatever the fuck we want. That being said, can I just... Let's, I just want to talk. I just want to just, like be excited and, and just list yeah. or just talk just about list some fan of the, service the, cool, moments, yeah. the cool things that I dug that I was happy yeah. about. Are we doing um, it in it like the order that they appeared or are we just the, yelling them out? The order that I think of them in okay. and you think of them in. So okay. Whatever order, because I don't you know, I'm not going to be able to remember yeah. chronological. Um. So, okay, okay. Right up like front the like right at top of the the list for me uh there's two moments i think that i've already like mentioned to you mm -hmm. uh that were just the most exciting for me um number one being that uh we got to see the brandon routh uh superman in kingdom come suit mm. Uh, not doing all the things with Kingdom Come, but in that suit, yeah, uh, and and having a bit of a, a super fight and stuff, and, and a semi similar origin story, right? Yes, yes, I was just it was kind of and it, well, and also to be honest, the since they merged the story of Kingdom Come with the story of uh, Injustice, which like I'd say the last like actual run of DC comics that I probably was like really into was the mm -hmm. Injustice uh companion comics. Like I I really so I, I forgot the Joker gas thing is actually in Injust in um sorry, Kingdom Come. It's or just it? not I've it's just not forgotten. focused on and sure. that's what made me think Injustice, because Injustice is very much about, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the death of these characters. So, uh, I don't think it's as 
intended a uh, parallel as um that's I cool. initially it made me thought, think of it. Yeah, it made me think of it, but it, it is like, oh yeah, it, it's interesting because like Injustice starts with, or no, sorry, I keep saying Injustice, Kingdom Come starts with Superman doing like the farmer thing, and they very quickly explain, the, like, oh yeah, the Joker killed all my friends at one point, and right. they they actually, ha- I think this version handles that plot point in a much more interesting and satisfying way of like, Oh no, I'm still doing my thing. Like I'm still trying to be Superman. I'm not just gonna give up. Um, yeah, and I'm yeah. still at the Daily Planet and stuff. Right, right. It's not a yeah. It's less of a, a darker, hopeless. Like there mm. is, like he's not gonna be that Paragon or whatever. But yeah, it's less of a just yeah. hopelessness kind of thing. Because well, Kingdom Come um, also heavily requires there to be a fuck ton of 90s superheroes which right. Right. Superman Returns yeah. universe that wouldn't work yeah. so it yeah, ends up being kind of a mishmash um, but I think it's an effective mishmash yeah. uh, and then the other big thing that I just was super jazzed about was even if this doesn't continue into the future just the idea of taking uh, Green Arrow and Turning him into Spectre. Yeah, like, that w- that was a good one. It was one of those things that, that like, I I literally screamed when the the guy walked out, and uh, it was it was one of those moments where it kind of just everything just clicks, you know? It, yeah. Like it, it's a, it's such a good idea, especially and specifically because of the type of look that they've gone for with mm-hmm. the Green Arrow show. Like, he's had the green hood for so long, and, like... And it, and it kind of just works with the the way that they've handled his character, you know? Yeah. Um, it also... Like, I didn't realize till like, just now, it parallels Hal Jordan in the comics yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. Like, because it, it feels... If you're thinking very strictly comic book fan... It feels a little out of place for it's like, oh, this guy who's known for having no powers to now have all of the powers. Um, <laughs> but it, I think it works. Like you said, it works really well because of it makes sense in this universe. Right. Right. Yeah. It's like kind of taking an idea and and applying it, which I mean, like just in general, you know, they've Arrow has, you know, started off as their Batman and start, you know, like he'd always kind of taken an idea and kind of twisted it and adjusted it for how what they how they were using it and then mm-hmm. they've done a really good job of then learning from it and you know keeping it yeah. in its and it's and cr- kind of crisis uh, justifies that stuff a lot because there's even apparently like a prequel comic that is a prequel to this crossover where uh the pariah character is like bouncing around with some other earths that are not shown in the show including uh, new 52 earth so uh, like even new 52 is canonical in this iteration of the uh multiverse so you kind of jump to the the meat of it which i feel like i like i'm fine going ahead and talking about it. we can get back to you know shouting out mm-hmm. uh cool things but like the i just think that i it's one of those things where this is more than it, it, and I'm sure that there's you know DC is not um 
as unified in its approach across all of the different representations of it. Boy, as, how! <laughs> as Marvel is, which is not necessarily bad, uh, yeah. but it, you know, obviously, people kind of enjoy that uh, concept since Marvel has built it up, and just because it allows for for some cool stuff. So, I. Don't expect this to necessarily hold hardcore in the future, but mm-hmm. I think it was very cool of them and very like understanding of like this show always started off like the, all these shows started off with a kind of like, oh, well, they're not the movies and we're trying to chase Marvel in the movies. So mm-hmm. you don't get to do the big three. You can grab some other characters, yeah. you know, and, and like do them like the flash is, is probably the biggest character that they've ever been allowed to really fully do. Yeah. In terms of like recognition outside of these shows. Like, mm-hmm. so it's cool that they have now recognized how their movies have failed a lot. And <laughs> this, these shows have been, wildly successful so they mm-hmm. decided to make these shows the prime universe yeah like i don't expect that i i'm sure that when the next round of movies come out things might change or you know whatever and they might be like oh well since we're trying to push this movie out we want to say that this is the, yeah. the big thing you know but I just think it's it's very cool to get all the stuff that we got at the end of of this crossover of okay no we've got this as prime or as earth prime we've got the JSA and and all these I think I it's cool just in concept like it like it mm-hmm. feels good to acknowledge what the shows have done but I think also um it's cool that it didn't feel uh, like I feel like, at least from a outside perspective, it you know this easily could have felt. Oh yeah, it's the JSA kind of sorta, but it doesn't yeah. like it, to me. It feels like yeah, that's the JSA. Yeah, like, it's it's like, one of those like hey, you know the first issue of like a new Fifty Two Greenland uh, Justice League or like a. Whenever the new Justice League number one comes out, it's like kind of the team you know, but then there's like, oh, is Zatanna on it or Hawkgirl on it or, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So we get that like, hey, we're really, really going to like codify who we think our main roster, like main characters kind of are. Because it is interesting where like for because this universe started with like hey there's just green arrow and it's like Mm -hmm. oh and now there's flash and then through the multiverse it became a thing of like hey there totally used to be a batman long before green arrow but you never heard about him Mm -hmm. and also superman's totally been around for a few years but like just on a different earth so that's why you haven't heard about him so it is it, that made me think about like how there is there's a line near the ending that and like a part where in 
the metafiction of uh, like with us as the audience, we understand that Green Arrow is the first one in this uh, canonized multiverse. But in fiction, he's not. And especially when we get to a part, point where there's Earth Prime saying he is doesn't really make sense. Because it's like, wait, did Gre- has Green Arrow been active as Green Arrow longer than Superman was active as Superman? Right. And longer than Batman was active as Batman? Because that definitely doesn't sound right. You mm. know? And they kind of say that, but I don't think they were thinking of it in a literal sense in the mm. in that little speech at the end. But... Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah. Batman 89. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That was a good one to start with, I think, because I think for a lot of our generation, that's like the f- quote-unquote first superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Even though it's not, it's it's also the oldest you can go back without recasting. Because, mm-hmm. like, technically... The, the Christopher Reeves movies are canonized through this, but in kind of an awkward way. Right, um, right. Through Brandon Routh. Yeah, through right. Brandon Routh. And yeah. then, the, which already was weird because it's like, okay, the, there's multiple time skips that we have to fill in the blank with Brandon Routh where it's like, okay, we didn't get to see what happened between Superman Returns and Crisis. And also, we didn't get to see what happened between whatever amount of Christopher Reeves movies are considered canon and Superman Returns. So, like, it's it's a little bit of a gray area. Because they Mm. they acknowledge Superman 3 in Crisis. It's like 2.5. Yeah, Yeah. but Superman Returns didn't consider Superman 3 and up canon. So it is kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I think starting with 89 was good. I thought um, uh, Burt Ward one was like, oh, that's fun. But it was it, w- it was in a little bit of a weird way where I'm like, I mean, that's just a, a heavy old man. Like, I, I, guess, well, I, I believe that's in te- Like, I know that they're telling me that that's Robin. Right, but- it, was, it was Earth 66. Right, right. So. No, I understand it. I'm just saying in the literal text, like, because I was watching this with Helen, so there were a lot of scenes where I had to explain the significance of it, which was actually mm-hmm. super fun for both of us, because it was, sure. like, playing a trivia game. So, you know, Earth-89 shows up, and I'm like, okay, so the significance of this is Batman came out in 1989, hence the number, and that actor is one of the reporters in right. the Batman-89 movie, and then similarly with earth uh with with the Burt Ward scene, it's like to her, that's just a fat guy. <laughs> and to sure. me, I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. That's actually Robin from the Adam West Batman series, and that's why this scene has so, significance. Uh, clear something up for how you think about it. Uh for the Batman eighty nine, that's canonizing Batman Beyond in that universe, right? Because the no. the sky the sky is red and the the bat signal is the Batman Beyond logo. I don't know that that bat signal. I didn't pay it, read it that way. It might have been, but also I don't remember exactly what the bat signal in Batman eighty nine looks like. I just know that that is the actor who plays right. one no, of the yeah. reporters yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I guess it's one of those things where it's like the. It, uh, 
it, I didn't know how much they were mixing stuff again with like it, it is the reporter act the same actor yeah that's a reporter uh but in terms of like visual style oh I only I, I think for my own sanity I only took things at face value of if it's the same actor it's the same character that's it if if there are other things I just take them as face face value and See, don't over like because I know I, we talked about the um the death of Superman thing when when Lex is killing Superman, but uh, it was still the same actor as the Supergirl one. And I was like, oh, that's just a a way to get that shot in. Yeah, yeah I'm like, sure. I don't care about this because it's not I, an Earth that has any significance to me. Sure, and still, you know, Batman eighty nine doesn't have any more significance anymore. But I guess my point is so. The Burt Ward one, he's also wearing Robin's colors, so right. like he's definitely Robin, right? Oh yeah, like he's so, like the actor. Like a, if it's the same actor, it's the same character. To me, I'm just right. saying to someone who might not have that encyclopedic knowledge of every actor who has played a character in a DC <laughs> property right. at some point, that scene does not work for them. You know, that's, I know, and I think that that's okay. I think that that. Yeah. It's kind of the point of, like, you know, they had a bunch of these quickly, and it's like, yeah. oh, like, these are all fun, and you can kind of get the idea, like, that, you know, the, the only thing that is critical for a person to know is that these are different Earths yeah. that have I just, different, I think you know, there, there's more opportunity in that space. Like, I think it would have been, fr- like, okay, this is me script doctoring it. If I had the, the budget, like, the set dressing budget for it, I would think it was really cool to have Burt Ward as Robin as the police commissioner and then if like he sees the red sky he picks up the red phone and you're like wait what the fuck who could he be calling and it kind of you know they're just something that's a little bit more in universe than oh he he live what do we know about Burt Ward in that universe we know that he lives in a city right okay totally yeah you know compare that to the Tom Welling thing it's like oh shit that like it gave me a sense of completion and fulfillment right. for Tom Welling yeah. in the way that Burt Ward told me he lived in a city. Sure. That's all. Sure. I, I, I think the thing I just wanted to point out about the Batman 89 one is I just like the idea of, you know, a lot of these, you know, just in general, they, they try to do continuing and tying in everything they can. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting because the, the paper that he has is the Batman 89 suit. It shows, it says mm-hmm. him, Capturing Joker or whatever, but then which is interesting because Joker's supposed to be dead. Right, I do kind of wish we got a little bit more there. But a a Joker like the where it would work is that if this is Batman Beyond's Joker, Mm. because like when he does stand up, there is a like Batman eighty nine symbol looks very very different, like from the Batman Beyond symbol, and this was. The Batman Beyond symbol. Yeah. It also sure. might be recycled or like they they built certain props for different things and then used them out their words. Because it might have been like a thing where, oh, we thought we were gonna use this when we did the Kevin Conroy stuff and then we didn't. It was digital. It's like Sure, but like, still it's you know, you would reuse uh, that prefab kind of thing. because I, I know there I'm, were things like I just know I guess I mean I know there are things we didn't see. Um, uh-huh. In terms of like props and stuff, and I, it makes me think they might have shuffled things around because I know there was supposed to be like a, a newspaper headline and um, or like front page 
where it's visible that's like Bruce Wayne marries Selena Kyle and it's a right. it's just a picture of Michael Keaton. It's right. like, oh yeah, that would have been cool. We did not see that. So there right. are things where I'm just going off of what we saw. And what we yeah. saw to me confirms that Batman 89 <laughs> turned into Batman Beyond. I think it confirms that there was a bad signal. Else, there's nothing else. Well, but like, you know, like it's like the Kingdom Come Superman logo. Sure. Like that is very specifically a logo that means a very specific version of Superman. And so the same is true with Batman Beyond. Like no other, you know, no, like you put that symbol up. That's what that means. Like there's no, there's not a way to read it differently though. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think if you are reading it, it to that depth, I, I agree. I, I just didn't. I was like, yep, that's a bad signal. And this is Earth 89. And that's an actor from Batman sure. 89. So this is that universe. I'm just saying and, <laughs> it was the Batman Beyond symbol. Okay. It's not a, you know, like the, there's, I like, it's a symbol. It's like reading a stop sign. I can't read it any other way. That's fine. <laughs> like I'm not judging that, your interpretation. Used, I'm just saying. They used saying that it, specific symbol. So that's my. It's, it's po- it, it is a possibility. There is so connected. much fan service in this thing and so much room for, there's so much room for hand, headcanon that's like, I'm not gonna disagree. I just sure. There, there, there's a level of like. It's also would so you much. Agree that it would be. Would you agree that it is? I like. Would you agree that it would be weird? Whether you know, I can, I can understand what about isms of 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 like budget concerns or whatever mm. the fuck about they just had the one thing and they needed to use it. Yeah. But would you agree that it is not ridiculous to look at a specific? version of a symbol of a hero sure. and be like, oh, well, yeah. that's, you know, that's that one. That's <laughs> like, that one, but, yeah. Uh, if you recognize it for that, I, I guess I just, it, similar to the Burt Ward thing, where it's like, if that's the intent, like, fucking sell it, man. Like, sure. if, if Burt Ward is Robin, the fact, like, I can wear a yellow and red and green shirt and walk down the street. That doesn't fucking make me Robin so thirty years what you're ago saying either. Is that you you wish that they put Burt Ward, uh, current old fat man, yeah. into uh, into really tiny green. Uh, no, I wish that they made him saying. the police commissioner uh, in a very old timey Jim Corden way. Was the old uh, and if, if they were going to sell in the Batman eighty nine and Batman be- go turns into. Batman or Batman Beyond have fucking Bat have Terry McGinnis on the newspaper instead of generic Batman with generic Joker with generic mm. Batman fighting Joker headline. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you uh, if you're gonna tell me that's the story happening in that scene, fucking sell it. Sure, that's what sure. I'm saying. Uh, I think you're right that it's possible that they shifted stuff around and didn't have the budget to do all that. Yeah, so. I um, I'm trying to think of what other oh, Earth. Well, I oh mean, we get Titans Earth in that opening, which is like, oh that's cool. Yeah. Um I'm uh, trying to remember what else we get early. Like, um uh, we jump do we see in that early group we see a bunch of the other shows, right? Uh or is that only We we see Titans Earth and but then in the end there's like there's the big. There's the. Do we see Hawk and Dove? 
Hawk and Dove is part of Titans. Oh, it is? Yeah. Um, we do, in a, a later episode, they similar they do another similar thing, and that's when we get uh, Birds of Prey. Right, okay. Um, hey, w- real quick. Yeah. The, the, at, near the end, who the fuck was that woman dressed in blue? I, I have not caught up, so I don't know who uh, the hell this person is. I'm, I, but there's a fight... Where they're where they're in Star City fighting in like an a, a abandoned parking lot or like a like an open lot and oh yeah and that's Dreamer that was the um that she's a that uh girl introduced character okay um and she is I think she's technically the first uh trans superhero in live action. Played by a trans actress, um, so she, she, I like, she didn't <laughs> like. They they showed her in a wide shot, but never showed a close up of her. Like, mm-hmm. she's the only person that didn't get a close up. So I kept like trying to wait to see her her outfit a little bit more and like uh, yeah. trying to figure out who the fuck it was. But she's also no- in the suit, the actual Supergirl episode where they're trying to like evacuate the Earth. She's one of the people that's like helping. Uh, be like, okay. get on the ship. I think that this makes, is me yeah, doing superheroics. And then, uh, who was the? Uh, was it wasn't her that was in the Arrow Cave? That was just another person. There was Wild no, Dog that and was, Dig uh, and third other person. Black Canary. Oh, yeah. They they get into this weird part where it's like, oh, first Sarah dies. So then Laurel becomes Black Canary, and then Sarah comes back to life, and Laurel dies, so then Sarah's still White Canary, but then they have a new, new Black Canary, who's just like- Wait, was she- I I feel like- I feel like maybe I saw- Was she introduced, and she was, like, young, and, like, wanted revenge or something, and then- and then uh, became part of the team or like, something. I don't know. She's like a gritty cop, I think, or something. So it's like, mm, oh yeah, I want to yeah. kill the person who killed my cop partner or something. Maybe not. Then and they maybe said, not. don't do that. Be a superhero instead. And okay. everyone's no. like, Ollie, you used to murder people. He's like, yeah, but that was like four seasons ago. So don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, never mind then. I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah. Then. Uh. So I was watching the 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 that scene just to see um, what other ones. It was just uh, Earth X is the only other one that they really show. Huh. Um, and I will say, Grant, unfortunately, the bat signal is very similar, but it is not the Batman Beyond symbol. What do you mean? Uh, so, an important difference is, this is one of the symbols where, from the head, you go up for a wing uh, a wing point, and then you go down. The Batman Beyond symbol goes from the, the neck pace up, and then it goes up again, f- higher. Hold on, I'm looking, I'm trying to find yep. the damn picture. I can, I can send you screenshots. Up and then oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so it is very like you're not wrong. It's very similar, but it's not 
It's not objectively it, it in the way the Kingdom Come symbol is like objectively the same. So. Damn it! That's yeah, sorry to ruin your headcanon, but my I just happened to notice. I was like, that look does look different to me. If anything, it's actually like the short uh, ears are a little bit um, Dark Knight Returnsy. Yeah, but, but it's they're not. not. Thick That's the thing. It's, it looks uh, yeah. like it's almost intentionally obtuse or it's like intentionally like hey what are like the five yep well i like my idea better yeah i do think now that i look at it closer it does almost feel like they intentionally were trying to amalgamate several future versions of batman so to imply Mm. like oh yeah like 89 was 30 years ago what had like time has progressed and we are in a future version. Maybe it's Batman Beyond. Maybe it's Dark Knight Returns. In my defense, that looks real similar, and also it's it on really a red does. sky. So yeah. obviously, oh, I'm the thinking, red definitely adds to it, right? Uh, for sure. But yeah, I was just—I just feel like I should have mentioned it now that I. Not fair. I'm point. looking at. It. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was just Earth X and um, Burt Ward in the first episode, uh, and then later they do. Um, but, but, but they do Birds of Prey. I do. Okay. One thing I really liked was, um, when we get 90s Flash again, um, mm-hmm. they, because last time we got 90s Flash, they introduced him in a really weird way where they had like a bunch of other heroes around him who were like dead mm-hmm. or unconscious who were objectively not in the fl- 90s <laughs> Flash show. Uh-huh. So I was like, you know, it's kind of similar to the the um, Randy Routh Superman, where you're like, I get that these are the same actor, but you're making it more difficult for me to connect the dots between the last time I saw them and the present to make it feel like it's literally the same universe. Right. Um, but they... So I was happy when they showed flashback scenes of him as his younger self from the show... Yeah. With the love interest from the show. That was really cool. I yeah. was like, oh yeah, now that now it's objective that it's literally that the same shit. universe. Yeah. Um I love that Birds of Prey was added because I remember watching that fucking stupid show. It's so weird, but it's fun. <laughs> uh Kevin uh, Kevin Conroy did awesome. I'm just gonna yeah, ramble. He had a good like so it was nice that he um got to do that kind of darker broken uh version like that was a cool cool way for him to to show up yeah i think it it, kind of helps justify the like hey oh in this universe there's a there are additional reasons why we're not doing batman and one of those reasons is he's a fucking asshole (laughs) So, <laughs> you know, um, so the, uh, the, in that thing, he has, uh, like a, a guy hanging out with him who, yeah, he calls Duke, and I think it's Duke Thomas who is the signal currently in comics. Mm. Which I think is interesting that they have him in there because yeah, I believe nobody he is, cares about him. He, <laughs> I believe he's the the you know the guy in the chair for the Batwoman show. 
And that's why there's like a whole like oh, weirdness okay. when Supergirl is like, dang, that guy's hot. And, and Batwoman's like, shut the fuck up, because that's like my little brother in a different universe who doesn't have abs, but is wears glasses instead. I, I, I had misinterpreted them as like Lucius Fox's nephew or something, only because in that in the trailers of the Batwoman show I had seen, that actor seems to be fulfilling like very much that kind of role of like uh-huh. I'm the one who knew that Bruce Wayne was Batman and I know how to get into the Batcave and I can read a map and answer a cell phone, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and then let's see. So what I so there's one that's at the very end that I I want to talk about. Okay. So at the very end, they kind of establish like, hey, in they kind of like made it a little confusing because they're like in true Crisis on Infinite Earth fashion, we're ending with one Earth, except no, not really, because we know other shows are in production. So we're gonna acknowledge that those shows are part. Like there is still some semblance of a multiverse going on. Um, no, 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 they, they, yeah, they, they didn't, yeah. No, they, they, they like, because also in trailers for upcoming Flash episodes, at least as, as far as all our characters are aware, they don't believe there's still a multiverse, even though the show acknowledges that there totally is. So oh. it, it's weird. Um, I think that essentially they're being like, hey, ah. because all of our shows are, we, we, all the shows on CW, they are one Earth now. All the shows on right, other right. networks are going to be a lot harder to cross over with. Sure, so sure. it's like the barriers between the Earths are stronger or something. I see. Because um, uh, in in the episode, they, you know, say they and sh- it begins again and then they show it. Yeah, they show it. But like there's a scene yeah. in uh, the trailer for the next like flash where they're like, now that the multiverse is gone. I'm like, what the uh, fuck okay. are you talking about? I literally just saw. Um, right. So one of them is is uh, Star Girl, which I think yeah. actually is a CW show, but they're gonna do the they're gonna do the whole th- the same thing they did with Black Lightning, where it's like ah, it's a different Earth until they yeah, they'll roll it in eventually. I'm sure. Silly. I think, well, I think the reason they're doing that because I ended up watching a longer Star Girl trailer. Star Girl wants to have the JSA be a thing that used to exist, but not the shitty version that they were that was introduced in Legends of Tomorrow. Right, and I think that's the re- main reason why they're separating it because otherwise, it doesn't work in the same way that I was talking about, like Green Arrow being the first hero, except he can't be. Mm-hmm. So, Star Girl doesn't work if you say, "Oh man, Green Arrow was the first superhero." Well, you know, except for the JSA who was around like right. fifty years ago or something. Um, but at least it's a CW show, so they can te- they can cross that one over eventually. Right, right. Um, they did, uh, one thing that was weird was they did Titans and Doom Patrol as separate Earths, which I was like, I thought they were the same Earth, because they're both on the DCU network, and I'm pretty sure Titans and Doom Patrol has even crossed over with each other, just, you mm. know, walking, <laughs> like they didn't have to go through a, <laughs> another dimensional barrier or anything. Um, and I did think, uh, so they showed Swamp Thing, and the dialogue over it is like, and some Earths already were destroyed again. 
because because uh, Swamp Thing was canceled like extremely uh. quickly uh, because of the filming location, like changed the the like contract or tax loophole out from under them, so that it became a thing of like, hey, I know we filmed two episodes, but we can't film like we can't afford to make the show anymore. All of a sudden, um, but yeah, I thought that was super funny, and then. I believe the intention is a, is to reference the future show that was greenlit. But the show Green Lantern footage? Yeah. From mm-hmm. the movie? I know. I'm very I I'm I want that to be explained better. Yeah. Because yeah, no. if it's actually saying like, oh yeah, we're actually referencing the Ryan Reynolds movie, it's like that's awesome because that movie's fucking stupid, but I love when the dumb shit is referenced at, with as much love as the good shit. Mm-hmm. But I really feel confident they were just using it as placeholder referencing yeah, I think that's right. the Green Lantern show. Yeah. Because um, there'd be no reason to be like, hey, the new Earths are all the shows that we have greenlit. Uh, Brandon Routh as Superman, because. He's an easy actor to get. He'll do it again. And Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern. And that's it. All the other Earths you love are gone. <laughs> well, except the DC Cinematic Universe still right. exists. And even that one was that one was also shown in a weird way where... Because it's shown at, at a point in time where the multiverse doesn't exist. It's only it, uh, it, right. it occurs in the right. Speed Force, which is technically a place out of time. Right, right. But it is kind of interesting how they never were like, oh yeah, the DC Cinematic Universe is Earth, you know, the DCU thing do, or whatever. But they just the have thing, him; he just shows up. The thing I do like about it, uh, so well, I do want to talk about that moment because yeah. I will say <clears throat> that uh, Grant Gustin is. My favorite Barry Allen, and he's great, mm. and he's amazing, and he's just the definitive Flash. <clears throat> I think Ezra Miller, his Barry Allen is funny, though. Like, he's a good comedic yeah. character, and he is good at delivery. So, like, that scene was really funny, and I really enjoyed, like, like Barry, like, Grant Gustin being like, wait, this should be impossible now, and... Ezra Miller being like, this should be impossible now? Like, yeah. what? Like, I've never yeah. seen a multiverse. Oh, you what the fuck are you about, talking about? I don't know about what. Don't fucking do this to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I <laughs> it's love, like, anyways, Barry that. Allen, no! <laughs> yeah. Right. He, yeah, uh, I thought that was hilarious. I, I really uh, want... I hope we. I hope there's room for this to still happen someday. Because it would have been extra special, I think, in the same way that, like, Hey, the multiverse is gone, and yet Ezra Miller is showing up. If they had Flash ninety show up there too, I I want the three of them in a scene. Sure, that's all sure. I want because I think that I think it helps sell that's like, hey, there's there's a lot of different flashes, and there's a reason, and like that's why they're so different, and like it also like Ezra Miller's. Barry Allen isn't Barry Allen fucking at all, but he he would be a fantastic Wally West. Yeah, you yeah. know. So I think having him next to the three gener the other two generations would have been cool to see. I 
I don't think it works in the context of the story necessarily. I just want well, it. Okay. So there. Okay. Speaking of that, one of the things that's great in general about the character of the Flash in comics and in specifically in this show is that it's definitely the most like just kind of like Legends has gotten to the point where they're like they can just throw whatever the fuck out there, yeah. but like. It's certainly starting the trend of, of Flash just being like, whatever you want, we can probably make it happen. Yeah. Like, if he just runs, Barry's runs fast enough, weird shit will happen. So, like, yeah. that's kind of the thing that I love about the Flash just as a character is that he he's the most dimension hopping guy around. Yeah. Like, that has a spotlight on him. Um, I do want, like... So kind of in the same fashion of why you and I, I, but I definitely you love um, the X-Men universe in that <laughs> it doesn't give a shit at all about its continuity, but it is it does have a like it gives a shit about its continuity. Usually Enough. In, the la- <laughs> in, in, in the last minute of a film, like, yeah. like like it kind of it kind of like doesn't care and does whatever it wants. And then there's like a minute or two here or there that will actually try to do something with the continuity. And it's kind of like that. Yeah, it references the bad and it references the good. The thing that I like about uh, the the Ezra Miller uh, Flash Mm. is that at this point, he just shows up places for no reason. Like things that are later completely not at all relevant. Like him showing up in Batman vs. Superman. When he like time vortexes and stuff is completely not a thing. Like there's no it's not like, a thing. Yeah, that's not a thing that's actually shows up in Justice League. Like that, it's just a thing that happened and it was weird and kind of in a dream maybe. But like yeah. w- whatever, it didn't. Yeah. It, like and like same thing with this where it's like yeah, it happened. But do I expect whenever the Flash movie eventually gets made? For them to reference it in any way, shape, or form? No. No. They'll probably say something that's completely contradictory. Yeah. Which is kind of great. It's fine, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, it's fine. It's, I like also, them. it doesn't have to be that Ezra Miller. It's just a Ezra Miller. I like you know? that they tie... Like... I like when uh, stuff like this... It's just kind of a refreshing, like you said, difference from like Marvel, which is very planned out and very specific and does have occasional retcon situations, but they... Mm. they you know, make a short or something to figure that out. But like, I kind of enjoy a property that kind of just like tangles itself into a knot. And it's like, well, boy, I hope we can find a way to eventually get yeah. out of this in well, a cool way. I mean, that's, <laughs> like, that's, that's life, baby. Like that's, you don't, you don't get to plan all the details. And also uh-huh. like that, I think that's the thing I love. It's a weird uh, overlap where, the type of fiction I'm super enamored with lately is this, which is non-engineered overarching franchise work. You know, Fast and Furious, X-Men, like, those are, are other... Mm. Fast and Furious is a fucking great example, and they're still killing it. And then, well, to be clear, it sucks ass when it doesn't work, like, yeah. when you just make someone a relative of someone that they should... There's no reason for them to be a relative to. Yeah, but, <laughs> like, uh... And I, well, the thing sucks, that, all right. 
Yep, Star Wars sucks. I, I think Star Wars bad. was never a they, good example of this type of storytelling. <laughs> but everybody else uh, can go well, be it, that uh, the, the reason, I, uh, the thing that makes it work is, um, and, and the thing that is similar is uh, actual play fiction, where the 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 place where it works the best is when they when the <laughs> people doing it have good improv skills. And can right. yes and, or right. or at least no only no but at the most important and and proper times, and that's that's the issue with Star Wars is it it couldn't yes and anything it was like, you could even right. argue that like the the fan backlash to Rise of or uh, to Last Jedi is in part because of that same reason, I think it just happens to be a good movie so I don't care, but. Rise of Skywalker is both a bad movie and extremely bad at that mm. improv yes ending. Um, and even the Marvel movies, like in the areas where clearly they didn't plan well, they still yes ended their stuff. The fact that Thor the Dark World is a major piece of Endgame is actually kind of cool because mm. if it was made purely for, you know, the most fanboy of fanboys, they would just cut that. They just wouldn't right. reference that stuff. But it wasn't. It was still made with love for the franchise holistically. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, it is kind of crazy. Uh, now I'm worried about Ezra Miller just like showing up in my life at some point to give me cryptic <laughs> non- advice, cryptic meaningless advice, uh, uh-huh. or to just ask me questions and be very confused about what's happening. So. Uh. I, uh, I, I'm popping around. I forgot about the, uh, amazing, uh, Lucifer cameo. Yeah. I so, have never uh, watched, uh, no, yeah, Lucifer, me neither. it was, I, I, I was, I want to now, if I'm being honest. Know, well, it, well, it was one of those things where I, like, where it said, uh, Earth 666, and I was like, Wait a second. Oh, see, I was uh, like, wait, who would that be? I was like, Etrigan? Did we have we I done was, them? I was pretty happy with myself that having not watched <laughs> Lucifer at all, I actually remembered that it was a thing and yeah. was like excited about it. Uh, I'm just looking at it back now. Uh, it does have a billboard for Watchmen, and I don't know what that means. So, oh, uh, interesting. I don't know if that's in the show, if that's a movie or property in the show. <laughs> You know, I, wa- I wonder uh, if it's a reference to the HBO show at the time or something. Maybe, maybe. Anyways, um, but yeah, and, and like it was one of those things where it, it being Lucifer is fun and cool and that he's like charming and neat. But of course, I'm just, I'm, as I'm sure you are ten times more than me, just super jazzed that we get more Constantine and Constantine interacting with someone like yeah. Lucifer and having, having the a best thing history ever. with them too. Like, yeah, what I the don't fuck know, is up with that Watchmen billboard? That's so weird. I don't know if I, since I haven't watched Lucifer, I don't know if Matt Ryan shows up as Constantine on it. I don't think so. He I does feel not. like I would have heard of it, but it's one of those things where it's like, well, now I want him to, yeah. <laughs> and I want, and I want to watch the show just for that. And really, I just want Constantine to have a fucking I, show I do again. wish Constantine but, did uh, not 
it is kind of interesting because this is a fun segue because Constantine should be fulfilling that Ezra Miller role of just being the guy who shows up every once right. in a while. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't love him as a regular member of Legends of Tomorrow. Um, I don't know if he still is. He might not be because I sure. do like. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't like him. I don't want him doing shit with them where it's goofy and funny. Yeah. I want him doing Constantine shit. Yeah, I want him to be the guy you call when you need magic help. Um, yes. Sim- it's, similar it, he, to Doctor Strange, where it's like, you know, like, Doctor Strange is too weird and OP and undefined to just be the main character, but if you have some magic shit you need help with, then he's a fucking fantastic character to introduce at that point. Yeah. You know? I like how I like Constantine in that role of, you know, the, the kind of classic role of, yes, Batman has a vault for if, you know, if each different hero goes insane, it's his weapon that he keeps to kill them or whatever yeah. or to stop them. And for everybody that's weak to magic, it's just a business card that says Constantine yeah. on it. Like, I feel like that's kind of his great role of like, oh, this is magic shit. I don't know what to do with this. I'll go to Constantine yeah. and he'll probably take me to Dr. Fate or something. Yeah. But like, you know, you know, like I just oh, I love the shit out of yeah. Matt Ryan's Constantine. So good. God, I, I, I do kind of wonder, I would love for us to, do you remember in the Constantine show he had like a clubhouse with a bunch of Easter eggs in it that they're just like yeah. they're fucking waiting to do something with it. Yeah. Um. God, because like they had the Doctor Fate's helmet there. I was just yep. like fucking mm-hmm. someday, yeah. some uh-huh. fucking day, uh-huh. and then. Uh, yeah. uh, but God, yeah, that, is. yeah, that was great. Tom Welling was great. Yeah, he that was it, it, that was surprisingly good. Like it was one of those things where I was like, I if you had just told me kind of how that had mm-hmm. gone down, I don't think I would have liked it. I mean, it I kind of did before it happened. Do you remember we were talking about? It. I was like, dude, he's not gonna be in the suit. Like well, he fucking hates that thing, and the, right. it's a miracle he's on the show at all. Um, I'm saying, and I was against it. Yeah, like I. Like I and and I was and but in watching it, I was surprised by how well it worked and how. It also, yeah, it's another thing where it's like it totally fit. If you genuinely remember the story of Smallville, it totally makes sense because he was trying to get fucking rid of his powers like every five minutes. He right. fucking hated his powers, <laughs> you know. Like, and he he never. I don't think you could ever really buy Tom Welling as the bespectacled Clark Kent either, because they never really nah. did that either. Include so having him be like, oh no, like honestly, Tom Welling is kind of the actual like Kingdom Come start point of like, oh yeah, I'm retired and I'm a farmer because that's see that's that's where I, that's where I was expecting it to go, especially when I saw like a pictures. Uh, I expected him like I was like, oh, that's weird that. Brandon Routh has the Kingdom Come logo. If, yeah. Like, Tom Welling clearly is a farmer. Like, but I was interested that they... I got the, the farmer look for Superman, but then it, the thing that... Again, it's them taking a cool thing and twisting it where... Yeah. It makes more sense for Tom Welling Superman to just not... To have found a way to, to give it up and to just live his life. Yeah, and the fact to. that he has two daughters is like, aww... 
Yeah. Yeah. And having it, like, they, Erica Derns was already around because uh, she's been playing Kara's uh, mom for the, they, they recast her as Kara's mom oh, okay. not too long ago. So, like, you know, she's kind of in the same boat as um, Brandon Routh, where it's like, ah, you're already here, you're already under contract, just play a different character for five minutes. Right. But having them together worked really well. Uh, I love uh, the reference of, like, oh, I didn't know the president was in town, because it's like, fuck, yes. Yeah. There's, like, nine different times in yeah. Smallville where yeah. they say Lex Luthor will be both evil and have, like, hand cancer and be president because well, that's what was happening in the comics at the time. Right. Um, and, and well, now like that he's like officially Nobel prize. Yeah. Winner, it could actually work. Like it's, it could work for, I, for Supergirl. Yeah. I gotta say, I loved this, uh, Lex Luthor. I know it's not like, te- like jacked as shit tech suit, punchy punchy Lex Luthor but like by the by the second part when when the last two episodes aired I was just like grinning every time I was like oh what's that sneaky little shit up to now you know uh, he <laughs> uh, I, I don't always re- I don't require jacked Lex Luthor hmm. I think Michael Rosenbaum is a fit guy yeah uh, but like he also never he never comes across as like jacked or anything yeah. I, I think that the big thing with this Lex Luthor um, is that he just nails the. He's got the like, this is the smug superior Lex. Yeah. And a really like he's a little bit more maniacal, a little bit more cartoony, like, but in a wonderful way. Like yeah. I, this like it really, it's just a, really it's just hits a, a rascally, rascally little scamp, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, this is infinitely preferable to Jesse Eisenberg. Think, well, I was trying to think. Okay, other than Michael Rosenbaum, yep. I'm trying to think of any other uh, live action Lex. I feel like I feel like it's Rosenbaum and and this guy, like. Yeah. All the other live action Lexes suck. Yep. <laughs> like they're they're like corporate takeover guys and not yeah, interesting. Land deal. It's right. I like Lex Luthor's a very interesting one where like I like Lex Luthor is is like I think he's really difficult to do in live action because he in the because of the speed of comics, he is able to update very quickly and he's always supposed to represent the modern worst of humanity and that to, right. that what the symbol to represent that changes very quickly um you know the land the land deal lex luther like totally <laughs> made sense once upon a time the the fat cigar chomping kingpin-esque businessman made sense once upon a time the president of the united states dirty politician made sense um and I genuinely think the tech billionaire Facebook Mark Zuckerberg type could have worked if that's what they actually did. They just said so they just cast the guy from the social right. network and then made him play a weird Riddler version of Lex Luthor that didn't make any right. fucking sense. So, like, I think they did a good job in that, like, this one isn't any of those. 
or he's not objectively any of those, and he's not objectively not any of them. Whereas, like, you know, he's just a conniving little shit. Like, right, you right. Could, every version of Lex Luthor is probably that. He is implicitly smarter than everyone else, but also not right. Not leveraging it in a, in too much of like a tech nerd mad scientist scene. No, no, no. Way. He's he's clever. Like the way that he gets to the end of time or whatever, where he just crosses out the symbol for Superman yeah. and writes his own name in the book is so great. He like you know what he is? He's uh he's the master from the Tenant era Doctor Who. Yeah, where he's just yeah, like yeah. he's just a smart asshole. You know, he yeah. feels like, hey, what if you had the doctor, but like a conniving little shit? And it's like, yep, that's this version of Lex Luthor, which, yeah, especially for a TV budget, too, because like, I do think they did, they showed in some of like the flashbacks, they did do like mech suit Lex Luthor with this actor. And it's like, that's gonna look like trash. Don't, just don't sure. do that. Um, yeah, the idea of like, oh, I just wrote myself as having superpowers in the magic book. It's like, yeah, yeah. that works. So, yeah. yeah, I love it. I love that we are in a point where he fucked up the new Earth so that he's awesome in it. Yeah, um, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, I, fuck. There's a lot of, there's a lot of shit in this where I... I think if Endgame can be received positively for not holding audiences' hands, then it's like, well, that has to hold true for this. Where the worst thing that you can say about it is, like, it doesn't fucking make sense if you don't watch these shows. And mm. it's not even these shows. It's like, no, you need to have watched some amount of Flash and Arrow and Supergirl and Legends, but also you probably should have seen a, a Batman movie from 40 years ago. You know, <laughs> um, I'm interested to see. I just I also haven't watched any uh, Black Lightning. Mm -hmm. uh, I thought it was. I, I I think it's good that they bring him in because I think it's weird to have him just separated. That feels yeah. odd. Um, and I liked the way in which they brought him in. I think that they it gave you a really good, clear sense of character. Like mm -hmm. you know. He shows up and 90s Flash is like, hey, how's it going? I need, need you your to help. help me. Like, yeah. I, everybody's going to die. I need your help now. And he's like, all right, let's get to it. You know, like kind of yeah. in a great way. Um, yeah. I think so. that actually, I don't know if they're doing anything like actual plans with the kind of like Justice League concept that they're really touch on at the end. But I think he makes a really good point of view character if they do do stuff with it, because it's like, oh yeah, he doesn't know fuck all about this right. new Earth, other than like, oh yeah, my city's around, my daughters exist, cool, but who the fuck is Superman? Like, uh, right. like so having someone to be like, oh yeah, let's take a, let's take a beat to explain to Black Lightning and the audience what the fuck is happening, um. I, I think is helpful. I was real excited that um uh uh John Stuart Diggle uh got his uh his kid back, the one that Oh yeah. 
got unmade or whatever in the other time. I was I thought that was cool. Oh yeah, yeah, it's oh. both kids now, right? Is yeah, the idea. Yep. yep. Um yeah. do you think that the Wonder Twins will show up? I think absolutely they will, probably in Flash. But. Yeah, I just so my thought is like I know they introduced Gleek and I was like, okay, that's a fucking weird as shit, but kind of cool way to end this. I uh-huh. don't want them to just like rush to it because I because they did Wonder Twins in Smallville and I was like, oh, that's fun, and mm-hmm. it's like if you're gonna do it, I don't know. Like Wonder Twins are one of those characters where we're like. They shouldn't be jokes, because it's essentially Beast Boy powers and Hydro Man powers, which are both dope as shit powers. <laughs> but they've never we've we've just never taken the time to re- to redesign those characters in the comics ever. So right. it's like, hey, if you're gonna do them, can you like do them and like keep them around and use them? Because I don't want to be a thing where like the Flash has elongated man still i think and it's like yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool but also i don't care like can we not make the flash be the place <laughs> where like the fact that the flash has its own mini superhero team of vibe killer frost elongated man and the flash is like kind of weird it all it kind of has this like sub like B-list Avengers or, or Justice League like sure, team sure. that I, I I'm not a well, huge. I mean, Team Arrow has had that, and Supergirl. Kinda I didn't like has, it in Team Arrow either, it. though. That's they the thing. They kind of all have it. I mean, yeah. like Supergirl also. Yeah, the, I think Flash the most has like, or the Flash the earliest most... start to at, introduce more right. people, and yeah. I think it feels the weirdest on the Flash because they're all powered people that don't necessarily jive with like. Team Flash, you know, like when it's right. Impulse and X's and like other speedsters, it's like, okay, I get it. They're like tangentially related to him. But when it's like Elongated Man and Vibe, I'm like, you're just you're just throwing all the power people into <laughs> one show at this point. Sure. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, eh, let's wait and see and like do it in a way that makes sense and is but also like I also kind of want it to be a thing of like if I literally just don't watch the these shows until the next crossover I don't want it to be like oh you missed you missed it like yep we totally did Wonder Twins and they're gone already <laughs> you know right yeah one thing I was thinking of because I was watching a video about this to like refresh my memory on some stuff it's weird that they plugged Psycho Pirate last season and then didn't use him yeah. I think it's fine because it's like, I don't actually give a shit about Psycho Pirate. He, he only well, matters it. So, like, it's fine. I think it is kind of weird. I, I mean, haven't used him yeah. yet. Right. But, like, the point of Psycho Pirate is, like, he is quite significant in Crisis in the comics. You right. know, like, if they use him now, I'm like, I still won't give a shit. Well, sure. In the but same way, I, if they I, introduce <laughs> Alexander Luther and then, like, we're like, yup, and, and he will totally be a thing later, it's like, yeah, I don't care. I think they just, you know, they kind of they throw a bunch of darts at the dartboard. Yeah, it's and, fine. 
It was just, you know, use them whenever they need. Yeah, I think it's fine. It it just does indicate that this was not like, oh, yeah, they had this script written last year. The fuck they did. I don't even believe they had the script for the last two episodes written when the first three episodes came out, necessarily. Um, One thing I'll say about uh, Gleek, by the way, Uh uh, the, the, the only thing I hope that they don't do is uh, treat him like Boots is treated in Dora the, uh, in the Lost City of Gold, which where was, he's voiced by Danny Trejo, where he's a blue monkey, and nobody ever admits that this blue monkey is not a usual thing yeah. for there to be. They're like, for some reason, everybody's just cool with the fact that this monkey is blue. Yep. And that's just a thing that's okay. Dora is a fucking weird-ass movie. Dora is it a trip. Is. It, it does Very little of it makes sense, but it also clearly had some, like, TLC that makes it feel special. There's things that I really love in it. Yeah. And I just, I just, sorry we're getting off on this tangent, but I just, since I just watched it, it's just kind of in my head for a second here. Of just that's a weird, yeah. weird fucking movie, but kind of great. But also, it just makes me like the 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 love that they actually put into it makes me want to know more. I want to dive deeper yeah. with them and be like, okay, okay, but like, really, like, what, what are we doing here? What's yeah. what's the what? Like, get, let's get you into it. Clearly cared over here. So what the fuck happened over here? I'm like, and like, just like, I want to know what the rules of this universe are. I'm bought in. Yeah. I just want to know. I just want to like, like, I want to figure weird out that Swiper is a anthropomorphic talking fox, but an anthropomorphic talking fox that Dora doesn't recognize as having met before in her right. life, even though they canonized the show as right. having existed. And also, um, did that monkey really talk to her? Yeah, that monkey <laughs> talked. Not? And also, that fox talks a lot. And, yeah, and also in the beginning, she's running away from tiny elephants in South America, which isn't a thing. And I and I just and she. Talks to the camera. I just want. I want to go. I want to know. Well, she's wanna... a child. No, 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 with no, no, a no. Vivid imagination. She, she. Well, later when she's an adult, oh, she right, has right. a GoPro and she talks to that, which is like okay. I thought that that was going somewhere where it was like, like I'm I'm a vlogger or something, yeah. but it's kind of not. But then, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of questions I have about that movie, yep. and I want to know the answer. And yeah. I'm excited to hear whatever answer it is. I'm bought in. I just am curious. I just want Ezra Miller to show up in the if they make another Dora movie. <laughs> He's just like, what's going on? What's with this fox? Is that monkey voice uh, by Danny Trejo? What is this? God. There's some cool shit in there, though. Yeah. Anywho. I want um, at least one more Ezra Miller I, bizarre cameo. 
just to pre- oh. solidify the rule of threes, because we have it twice. You know, right, right. We need one more to make it a, a meme. I don't think it's quite common enough to make it a meme yet. Right, right. Uh, I forgot one thing that I thought was a bit of a missed opportunity mm-hmm. is that Tom Cavanaugh has played every character that the Flash has ever needed to show up. Uh, you know, he's he's yeah. he's he's been able to be not just Eobard Thawne and and stuff, but just any time that they need another character, they just love that actor so much, which I get. I understand. He's great. They just he's Pariah. He's Thawne. He's 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 just anybody you need him to be. Yeah. I'm a little sad that we didn't get like all of them back. I'm not. No, I'm not even that. I I just wanted something to play with that. Like, okay. like, like, yes, he shows up as Pariah and that Pariah, you know, is instrumental in fucking some stuff up or whatever. I just, I wanted to comment. I wanted some meta thing or even, even if there had been, uh, if the death uh, of Superman one had been him, like if he had been a Superman or if he, like, I just want him to some explanation. I want some explanation of why he's this eternally useful being. Yeah. (laughs) Like just his, his body shape and form is just, what if we get shows up all over the place? uh, The Ezra Miller flash video movie. I'd be so down. That would be amazing. See, here's the thing, because they keep changing the directors on the Flash movie, but now it's Andy Machete, and I'm like, oh, he might do something weird and interesting. Like, now I'm like, between this and the fact that they, like, that, and they craw- the they they cameoed him, I'm like, they might do something fucking weird with this. They might go full last- Spider-Verse with it, you know? Well, the last thing I had seen... Was or last like bit tidbit I had heard, and who knows how relevant this is because they have like fifty bajillion different things. Mm-hmm. I thought I had seen a thing that was like talking about how they would, how they would do a flashpoint, and that yeah. makes sense. Uh, I would I would be not at all surprised by that. Um, yeah. and I wouldn't. I w- so the interesting thing is that I would say. If anywhere is going to include the shows in a movie, that would be like yeah. both Marvel and DC and anybody else putting a movie character in the show is kind of like yeah sure we can do it yeah. like occasionally you know not a lot because they are expensive but you know sure occasionally we can we can yeah. do that but it never goes the other way yeah, that's what Agents and of Shield I feel did. like. Like I super like, hard, right? I feel like I feel like with Flashpoint, maybe that'll do. That's what I mean. I think if that. they can do something that is completely unobservable to an audience, to someone seeing that who doesn't watch the shows, like right. having the Harrison Wells actor just in a shot, it's like, oh, I think they'll do it. I I I, mm-hmm. I think the difference is like the the Flareverse had had to earn fucking years of goodwill and credibility with tricking executives into giving them permission by being like, oh, what do you... No, of course we have to do 
flash like right. flashpoint we already teased it it's too you can't tell us no now you know uh which movies i don't think they have that opportunity so they would have to just right. do something that can't be kiboshed by an executive like right. oh yeah it's just a guy what do you mean we just ta- cast this guy this actor to play a guy who's looking at a tv on a street corner or something you know right right but I, I hope. I hope. But yeah. Anywho. Anywho. It I was great. Crisis. And yeah. I thought it was a very good fitting send-off to, to Green Arrow. I, mm-hmm. Like, it kind of makes me nostalgic that that, that is, you know, ended or, or like, you know, that... Yeah, because we used to hardcore keep up with it. Once upon right. a time, back in so, it was like I think that was the last show that like it was like it was one of the only shows we actually watched together in college that like has been around long enough for that to be true. Um, right. Game of Thrones being another example, but that w- show Oof. got bad, so I don't care as much. Um, I forgot my one other conspiracy theory that you know uh-huh. that I, since we've talked about all of the other ones uh-huh. I have to talk about okay so the paragon of humanity in this show uh-huh. uh, is the same character or same, sorry, oh, same right. actor same actor I think same character uh, same actor as uh, who played Kevin Tran in Supernatural. Uh, Kevin Tran being a prophet. It's just a very, very similar role uh, for the same actor, both on CW shows. Um, and so my conspiracy theory is that Supernatural has has a backdoor uh, added itself to the list of uh, infinite Earths or, or multiple Earths uh, to the official DC canon. This is my theory. Uh, I will not be persuaded otherwise. <laughs> this, this, is, this character is essentially just different Earth versions of the same, same guy. Uh, that's, With that's different how, names. Uh, yes. I mean, Tom Cavanaugh has, like, 50 bajillion different names in the show, yeah. so... Yeah, um, but, like, half of them are the same, I think. Actually, I, I think... I'd have to look to see... Because Pariah... I wouldn't be sur- surprised if this version of Pariah is still just a uh, Harrison Wells. Could be. Could be. But I'm just saying... But he has other, other identities. We don't know why, but always. But, yeah, I think that's the case, and... I want this to be at some point confirmed uh, in the same way that my last big conspiracy theory that John Stewart Diggle is John Stewart, the Green Lantern, mm-hmm. is definitely the case. He is, um, he is acknowledged as uh, in A-Earth being a Green, Lan- Green Lantern. I'm still not comfortable with the idea that... <laughs> We can't conceive of a, of a world where two different black men also are named John. It's like, nope, that's, they must be the same no, John. That, <laughs> that's not the reason why. It's just because he has to be 
He's hanging out with Green Arrow all the time, too. Uh, yeah, John Stewart but, doesn't hang out with Green Arrow. That's a different Green Lantern. No, it doesn't matter for the shows. The shows ah, that's the true. Twist, they take things that are cool and twist them. That's, I guess, fair. I want the way that I want it to be confirmed uh, is I want uh, Supernatural still on their last season, right? Yes. And they'll I probably have so. comics afterwards, but I want Matt Ryan, John Constantine to show up uh, I in want that a Supernatural too. episode. I also want I think that. that would work, and that would confirm it, and I'd be happy with that. That's true. We see Constantine just go to Earth 666 with, like, no effort. Right. So I'm assuming he could go to Supernatural Earth relatively yeah. easily. I think it'd be cool. Well, it was great. <laughs> and now it's over. Mm-hmm. Now we have to just live with this year and what it brings us. We will see what it, what comes. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, I think that'll do it for us. Yeah. Um, we want to thank Brenna for her awesome artwork. Yeah. We want to thank Dave for editing. Yeah. Giving us theme music. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's 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 it. We're done. Yay. Bye.